The EPL show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50% deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer, where I'll be looking to continue giving you guys those free plays. This week, I posted my PL for the month of November, £2,116 of profit. I asked you guys to like and retweet in exchange for some free plays. And this week, I'll be looking for those iTunes reviews again. Send me screenshots of your iTunes reviews via my DMs at SGP Soccer, and I'll reward you with some free plays. Over at LockBetting.com, my website, we have had a monster, monster week with our futures. We are looking at having one of the biggest biggest months of all time over at lockbetting.com to finish up 2020 landed over 15 units across the Champions League and the Europa League finished with a lock record for futures and the bonus shows that we were doing over there of 19 and three, 19 and three with that lock record over at lockbetting.com for the Europa League and the Champions League. Strong, strong week. And as I said, we are looking at a monster month because because we are also killing it with our other plays that we started the month with. We have a new college college basketball guy in that's been slaying it. We've been doing very, very well in the soccer. And the NFL last week went 11-5. and five. So massive, massive month ahead. We have loads of loads of soccer. And we have the end of the NFL regular season, plus the start of the NBA as well. I wanted to talk to you guys briefly about the soccer schedule because it is going to be really, really hectic as we get to the crazy Christmas period. We're looking at week 12 now, but we're going to be looking at week 13, game week 13 on the 15th of December. Then next weekend, we have game week 14. On Boxing Day, we have game week 15. And on the 28th, we have game week 16 with game week 17 on January the 2nd. So crazy, crazy schedule coming up for the EPL Christmas period. There is no better time to sign up for LockBetting.com. Yes, a lot of the um, a lot of the futures have already cashed. I understand that you're obviously not going to get those, but if you are a long term client, you do get the futures. You're also not going to be a part of our NFL futures because they're already pending. But 
it's only 11 days into the month. You still are going to get plenty of plays. Because of the way the EPL schedule is, you're going to get more soccer than you usually would. You're still going to get a month's worth, even if you sign up on the 11th of December. And you're going to get all of the end of the uh, NFL regular season. Plus, my college basketball guy puts out college every day. And we have the NBA as well. We have a UFC card at the weekend. And we have the Anthony Joshua fight. There will be an edition of the fight show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network this week. So the fight show will be looking mainly at the Anthony Joshua fight, plus some of the fights on the UFC card as well. So lots of stuff from me, this EPL show you're listening to, that's Bundesliga show and the fight show as well, and a ton of EPL shows coming up over the Christmas period. But of course, all of my official picks over at lockbetting.com. However, as I said earlier, if you want to get some free plays Head over to iTunes, leave a review for the Soccer Gambling Podcast. Send me a screenshot of it at my Twitter account, at SGP Soccer. DM me that review, the screenshot of that review, and I'll respond to you with some free plays this weekend. One thing I want to clear up before I get on to this week's EPL show and EPL show games. Everything I give out on this show is a lean. Every Champions League game that I talk about is a lean. Everything even on my European show at lockbetting.com is a lean. Everything on a podcast is a lean. Only the lock goes on to my official record and then all of the plays that are behind a paywall go on to my official record. So all futures, all locks, everything like that, it all goes on to my official record. But the leans don't. I'm paid to come on here and talk about every single game and give you a lean on my action. But leans are not my official plays. I'm a selective play expert. When you sign up to lockbetting.com, you're paying me for my expert opinion, someone who has 90 months of consecutive track profit, to cipher my leans, narrow them down, and to give you the best possible plays. And over the years, I've learned to not come on here and express the plays that I love best because obviously I'm trying to get people to sign up to to my pay service. So I'll talk about every single game and I will give a lean on every single game and I'll close out with the lock, which will be my best play, admittedly. But if you want to get all of my plays, then you need to head over to my website. You won't get what I'm saying from my leans. You won't get what I'm playing from my leans. But I had a moron this week. This is why I'm talk- telling this story. I had a moron this week who was criticizing me. Uh, he signed up to my podcast pack. I went five and one on Thursday and uh, he was hammering me for the one. And he was uh, saying, oh, and the day before you got this Man United pick wrong. First of all, everybody heard it. I didn't pick Man United to win that game. I said that I fancied us to win this game. I said tactically it fell into Man United's hands, but I never categorically picked Man United to win the game. In fact, I stayed well away from it like I usually do with Man U games. So this moron either A, is just a moron who is trying to get me to bite or B, has got a hearing problem or D or C, sorry, just doesn't understand sports betting at all. I mean, I've never, I've come across idiots doing this over the years, but this was another level to, to dig me out after a five and one show and to focus on the one when everybody else, every other, all my other clients and everybody else who listened to this podcast were overjoyed with the selections um, this idiot was focusing on the one. Um, he was focusing on the couple of things I got wrong on a week, on a week where I landed over 15 units in futures. 
So these are the kind of morons that you come across. If you sign up to my service, your expectations should be 60 to 65%. It shouldn't be any more than that. If we hit more than that, which we often do, it's a bonus. But let me tell you, most services that are considered to be good are going around 55, 56. Most services generally are going under 50. They are shit. These morons on Twitter are hitting around 35 to 40%. They are shit. They are shitty. But if you've got someone out there that, that's landing 75, 85%, by all means, Go with them. They're better than me. I hold my hands up. Anyone that is going 75 to 85%, that's a better capper than me. To be honest, I've not seen that person. I've seen nobody on Twitter. I've never even encountered anybody in on any platform, be it Doc Sports, be it other people that have come and worked for the SGP, Wonder Dog, whatever the service is. I haven't come across anybody that does my numbers. I haven't come across anybody else that has 90 months of consecutive track profit. So you want to take digs at me. You want to like, you want to like dig at me for leans. You want to criticize this, that or the other. Go go fuck yourself. I couldn't give a shit. Go, go and do your thing. Go and win elsewhere. Obviously you're massively successful. That's why you were signing up to my minimum $15 package and uh, didn't didn't commit to to anything bigger because um, you're such a big time gambler. So anyway, I just uh, wanted to make it clear when I do give all these picks out on here, these don't go on my official record because obviously what would I then be selling? Logically, if I come on here and I review 10 EPL games and all of these are my official picks, what would I actually then be selling you guys? I'm selling you premium picks. I'm selling you the best picks out of the bunch that I give here. Plus, for all other leagues, sports, etc., I have a team that that uh, do NBA and college basketball and uh, college football as well. It's a team that pick consensus picks. They all get together, they pick them, and then they go through to me. Um, and then I do the same with the NFL. The NFL is mine and Cavs consensus. We do an NFL show over at the Dirty Sheets that comes out on Wednesday. You guys can listen to a lot of shit goes into the final picks it's not a case of coming on a podcast covering every single Premier League game. What what kind of selective play expert would I be if I played 10 EPL games a week? First of all, it's the most unpredictable league in the world and also the unpredict most un- it's the most unpredictable league from the most unpredictable sport. So, what kind of selective play expert would I be if I played 10 official EPL picks a week? I'd be a fucking moron. That's what I would be. And uh, I'm certainly not a moron. So, yeah, I just wanted to to mention that just to let you know, just in case you for some reason didn't know how it works. I'm pretty sure most of you people are are fairly intelligent and you understand how sports betting works and you understand that I'm here doing a job, giving out my leans, breaking down every single EPL game and li- and giving you my lean on how it will go and that all of these picks are not tracked on my official record. What goes on my official record is everything that's behind the paywall, but you get a free pick every week, which is the lock. And my lock record is fucking strong on everything. I've just done 19-3 across the Europa League and the Champions League. So, So that dude... 
he can go fuck himself and uh, he he can he literally got fucked because i just booted him off the service i don't need people on the service like that um i'm just i've been doing this for way too long and i've been way too successful to listen to morons i will not deal with, with, with morons at all i have zero fucking tolerance for it so um let's begin with the with the podcast properly i had a long long um build up to this so far and i want to crack on with the show friday's game starts with leeds at home to west ham where leeds are the six to five favorites 11 to four to draw and it's two to one here on west ham leeds have been highly touted for what they've done here this season um but i've not been overly impressed with how they performed recently of course the record suggests that uh, they've won just two of the last eight premier league games they're getting a lot of credit for their style of play their managers very charismatic they started the season with two four threes but otherwise apart from that it looks pretty lackluster and um i don't think in any way they're going to be dragged into the relegation race i don't think the same thing about west ham palace brighton none of those teams because the bottom four this year are so poor three of the four are going to go down three out of burnley sheffield united fulham and west brom are going to go down but i've not been overly impressed with leeds and i like west ham here as a live dog i think the safest bet will be to take west ham here on the double chance of four to five west ham have only lost two of the last nine premier league matches and both leeds and west ham have scored exactly one goal in four of their last five top flight fixtures so whereas leeds are considered a massive over team you can get underdog price here of six to five on the under 2.5 and i like that and I also like West Ham here to avoid a defeat here in this one because I just think Leeds are being overrated here by both the public and by the books as well. So I like the under. Actually, you found it at an even better price. You can get the under here as big as 11 to 8 if you shop around. So you can get it just shy of 6 to 4. And I think there's some value there. And I, the, the over under line of 10 to 11, 10 to 11 sits at 3. So um, I'm going to go for under three here instead because um, you need four goals to cash that. And the statistical data says that these two teams will not produce four goals together. And those are like West Ham to avoid a defeat here. Moving on to Saturday morning, we start with a Midlands derby between Wolves and Aston Villa. These games are very competitive, usually, whether it be Wolves versus Villa, Villa versus Birmingham or Birmingham versus Wolves. They're always competitive games because there's a rivalry in Birmingham in the West Midlands between these two teams. Wolves are the five to four favourites to win this one. It's 23 to 10 to draw and it's 11 to five on Villa. I like Villa here as well as an underdog. I think they can steal this game. I think Wolves are going to find it difficult to score goals without Raul Jimenez. Wolves have drawn 1-1 in their last in, in two of their last three home assignments, which is a, a good value scoreline here at 6-1. But they are averaging just one goal per game in the Premier League this season. And that was with Jimenez playing most of those games. This Villa team love to counter-attack. They've won three of their four Premier League away games this season, which included winning away to Arsenal. Of course, they won at home to... Um, Liverpool earlier on on the counter-attack 7-2 and that was a prime example of how Villa like to play and this Wolves team have won just once in their last four Premier League games so I like Villa here on the double chance at 4-6 to six. and for me this is going to be a tighter game I think this one could go under the under here is at even the over is at 8-11 and I like the under here in this game as well which will be a tight Midlands derby where I think that um, Aston Villa can get a point from it and avoid a defeat but I also think they're a live dog here as well up next, we look at Newcastle versus West Brom, where Newcastle are 5-4 favourites. It's 9-4 to draw, and it's 12-5 on West Brom. 
Newcastle have been very, very inconsistent. They were decent at home, but I think it's affected them not having a 12th man. And Newcastle fans are very passionate and obviously give them an extra edge. But they have been a different team than they've been last season in the sense that they're a lot more attacking and a lot less defence-minded. So that's why you're getting some weird results with Newcastle. But I think on paper, when you look at the players here, I think they're too... Uh, too good to lose to West Brom or too good to not win here. West Brom are a team who are going to be in and around the bottom, in that bottom four throughout the entire season. Those four teams are significantly the worst and I think anybody above them that doesn't beat them will be disappointing. So if disappointed, so if Newcastle don't win this game, it will be a disappointment against a West Brom team who've lost four of their last five Premier League games and failed to score in three of their last four away assignments whereas Newcastle have recorded wins in two of their four home matches isn't great form but it is a sign of improvement Newcastle did initially struggle without fans in the stadium and they still are struggling but if you're going to win any game you're going to win against West Brom and the other teams in the bottom four I would take Newcastle in all of those spots because I think they're significantly better than all of those teams and I like them here at plus money in this one up next, you have the game of the week. It is the Manchester Derby, where Man United are at home to Manchester City off the back of being eliminated from the Champions League. Very, very disappointing for Man United. How can you beat every team in the group, which is what they did, and still go out? The key result was that defeat against Istanbul. The tactics were poor in the PSG game, not taking off Fred, especially when Man United dominated that game for an hour. Man United looked so good in the Champions League this season. They looked good for an hour against PSG. They looked good in all of the three wins. They just had a terrible, terrible 90 minutes against Istanbul. They had a bad start to the game against PSG in the first 10 minutes and they had a bad first half against RB Leipzig and that has resulted in them going out. So I'm not overly concerned about Man United as a team other than the fact that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer seems to be very poor tactically and sometimes we just fall asleep defensively. But there are players there that I think are decent and I just think that if we did have a, a better manager who was more tactically aware and could motivate them for every single game, we'd be doing a lot better. But for some reason, the home games are the games we can't get motivated for. But if we can't get motivated for a Manchester derby, we've got big problems here. And I think I'm worried about the uh, the timing of this game because Manchester City have massively improved over the last three or four weeks and they are rightfully the three to four favourites to win here. Man United are available at 16-5 and it's 3-1 to one on the draw. As a United fan, I would take the draw here in this one, but uh, I'm not too sure we're going to get it because of our home form. I certainly think both teams will score, despite the fact Manchester City have been much more defensively solid. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Man U scoring, and I know we're not going to be able to stop City scoring. So both teams to score here looks like a really, really good bet and a really good price here at 4-6. to six. Both teams have scored in each of Man United's last five competitive games, which is our biggest Achilles heel. Man City have conceded in four of their last five Premier League away games. And one positive note for Man U fans, we beat Manchester City three times out of four last season. So we could turn up here in this spot and sometimes this team will surprise you. They do just turn up and uh, and win games or they make phenomenal comebacks. But I don't want to be in a situation where we need a comeback here against Manchester City because we saw against a good team like Leipzig, it's difficult to come back when you get behind. This isn't Southampton. This isn't 
Everton, this isn't West Ham, this is Manchester City. We fall behind here and there could be significant problems with us, especially with key players like De Bruyne Bruyne and Sterling looking a lot better now. Sergio Aguero, of course, has returned to the team as well. He'll be a threat. So um, I'm worried about this game and I'll be happy to come away with it with a draw. But I like both teams to score here as the main bet. I'm hoping that cashes along with a Manchester United win, but I'm not overly optimistic here. I think City would be the play if we took anything because um, the timing is pretty poor for Man United. And uh, again, this starts the um, the circle with Man United and the and the rumour mill with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. A bad, bad exit from the Champions League. Suddenly people are talking about his job. He loses the Manchester derby and... All of a sudden, in midweek, it will be a case of he must win to save his job. And uh, he'll probably win in midweek because that's what he manages to do. When his back is really really up against the wall, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer manages to get the win that saves his job. And this week, it will be on Thursday. We travel away to Sheffield United and everybody will be saying, Man United must win this game away to Sheffield United. They're one of the worst teams in the Premier League. And if they don't, then Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will will be sacked. Uh, Sheffield United will get a corner. They'll go 1-0 up. They'll try and sit on the lead. And in the end, Man United will manage to break through. They'll win 2-1 or 3-1 and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer will have saved his job again on Thursday. It's a circle. It's a massive, vicious circle where um, the end result should be that at some point we do employ a manager who has solid tactics that can get the most out of a very, very talented group of players like uh, Martial, Rashford, Bruno Fernandes, Greenwood, Van der Beek, others. Notice I didn't really name any defenders because the defenders have not convinced me at all this season and um, I do think we need another centre-back in there to play with uh, Harry Maguire although Harry Maguire hasn't covered himself in glory either this season but we'll move on from it because otherwise we could do a whole podcast about Man United and trust me I could have done after that elimination against RB Leipzig we should not we should not be getting eliminated from uh, the Champions League by a team like RB Leipzig. We'll just leave it at that. Up next, you have Chelsea away to Everton, where Chelsea are the three to four favourites. It's 16 to five the draw, um, and it's 16 to five also on Everton. Um, Everton are really fading out here this season after such a solid, solid start, whereas Chelsea are going the opposite way. They are solid defensively. They are unbeaten in 14 games. Everton have only won one of the last seven Premier League fixtures and Everton are conceding two goals per game now in the league this season. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, though, continues to score. He scored his 11th. He has scored 11 Premier League goals in eight appearances this season. That is some solid form. But uh, it hasn't been enough to keep Everton ticking because there's been a drop-off in form around the likes of Richarlison and um, and James Rodriguez. Plus, they're not defending properly either. I think this is Chelsea's game to lose. I think they come in here and they beat this Everton team. And I like Chelsea on the money line here at 3-4 to four to continue winning. Moving on to Sunday, we have Sheffield United travelling to Southampton, where Southampton are available at three to four. Seen that price three times in a row now. Thirteen to five, the draw, and it's four to one on Sheffield United. I just cannot take Sheffield United to do anything. Everybody who plays them will be expecting to beat them. It's the same with West Brom earlier against Newcastle, but here the gaps is significantly bigger. Southampton are better than Newcastle. They're having a very good season. Danny Ings is back. They came through that period without him pretty well, and um, 
I think they'll win this game here. This is really a no-brainer. I like the price here of three to four. Sheffield United just cannot score goals. So how can you take them to win here or do anything against a Southampton team that do score goals? So um, I like Southampton here on Sunday. I think they win this game. And this is a straight-up money, money line pick here for me on Southampton to win this game on Sunday here at three to four. Up next, we have Tottenham travelling to Crystal Palace, where Tottenham are the four to five favourites here to win this game. It's 15 to four on Palace and it's 11 to four on the draw. If Tottenham want to win the Premier League this season or challenge for it, they need to be winning games like this. I cannot see any reason why Tottenham wouldn't go to Palace and win. They've managed to rest most of their players for tonight's Europa League game. Harry Kane and Son did come out for a run out, but they only played about half an hour, 20 minutes. So I don't think that's going to make any kind of significant difference. I think this is the type of game that Jose Mourinho's team win. Crystal Palace, of course, have Zaha back and that has made a difference to their team. But I don't see them competing here against a top team like Tottenham, who are in red hot form. They are defending very, very well at the moment as well. I saw um, one talk show this week give Loris the the player of the month. I think that was a bit of an exaggeration, but um, it's probably a testament to him and the, the number of clean sheets he kept. Jose Mourinho, when he first took over this club, was not keeping any clean sheets at all, something he's been notorious for doing throughout his career yet somehow he has managed to tighten up this Tottenham defence which is key and then of course we have the Son and Kane combination it's very very difficult to pick against it's very very difficult to not have them in your fantasy team at the moment so Tottenham continue to roll here and I like the price of four to five here for them to beat Palace. Up next, you have Fulham versus Liverpool, where Fulham are the 17-2 underdogs. It's 19-4 the draw, and it's 1-3 on Liverpool. Don't see why Liverpool don't win this game. Fulham's season isn't going to be dictated by the results against teams like Liverpool. So this is obviously a game where Fulham can afford to lose, will be expected to lose. I think they can put up a respectable performance. Fulham have been scoring in most of their games, even though they were shut out by Manchester City last week. And they can score against a Liverpool team who are obviously still missing key defenders, but they are not going to be able to cope with the likes of uh, Mo Salah, Jota, Sadio Mane, etc. So I think Liverpool win this game comfortably but I think we see goals here there's obviously no value on the one to three but if you tack on over 2.5 you can get this one up to four to five so I like that here Liverpool and over 2.5 goals in this game against Fulham at four to five on Sunday night we have the dumpster fire that is Arsenal hosting Burnley where Arsenal are the three to five favorites to win this game it's three to one on the draw and it's five to one on Burnley how on earth do Arsenal not win this game? How on earth are Arsenal sitting 15th in the Premier League at the moment? Arsenal fan TV has been an absolute blast, but at some point, Arsenal aren't going to be in 15th spot. They're going to start moving up this table and it surely starts with a win against Burnley. As I said, I've already faded Fulham West Brom and Sheffield United on this show. The last, per, the last team in that quartet is Fulham. These four teams are going to be down there for the entire season. They are significantly the four worst teams in the EPL this season. And if Arsenal can't beat one of those four, 
then they are in big trouble. So I think Arsenal will win this game. I think the price is quite generous here at three to five. I think that's a bit of an overreaction. I do think Arsenal should be under minus 200. So incredibly, there is value here. Arsenal have continued to win in the Europa League. In fact, Arsenal's win tonight meant that they had a 100% record in the Europa League. Yes, that was a very, very easy group. What it does show is that there is quality in depth in this Arsenal team. They just haven't put it together as of late. They haven't been scoring enough goals. Well, Burnley will give you the opportunity to score those goals. I think this is a get-right game where Arsenal get out of 15th spot in the table. Obviously, um, it's not going to be enough to get them into the top half. They're still going to be in the bottom half after this game, but they won't be 15th and they won't be sitting there with um, four wins from 11 with 13 points come the end of play on Sunday. So I like Arsenal here to win this game. The final game we'll look at here is Leicester versus Brighton, where Leicester available even. It's 5-2 to draw and it's 13-5 to on Brighton. Leicester finding it really difficult to play at home. They've lost to the likes of West Ham and Fulham at home. Nobody should be losing to, to Fulham at home. That was a really shocking result. But they find it difficult to play. They, they actually prefer to play on the break. And there's a couple of teams like this in the EPL this year, like Leicester and Aston Villa are very similar in terms of they favour their away games. They favour that counter-attacking style. And even to a lesser extent, Man United are having results like that. And they're a team who are considered to be one of the top teams in the league. They're very much relying on the counter-attack and they're very much having better results on the on the on the road. Maybe this is a, a prime example of what can happen when you have no home fans in grounds. But Brighton, I think, can come here and get something just on the basis of how badly Leicester have struggled at home. And I like Brighton here on the double chance to get something from this game at 8-11. to 11. Um, Until Leicester show some consistency at home, which they have actually shown in Europa League, it's very difficult to take them. And Brighton are a team who compete with everybody. They've um, they've outplayed many decent teams in the Premier League, including Manchester United at home. Uh, therefore, I'm willing to to gamble on them here to, to get something from this game. Look, this isn't going to be a lock or even a play over at lockbetting.com. This is a lean here for me. And um, Leicester should win this game on paper, but my lean is that Brighton can get something from it. So Brighton on the double chance will be the play here at 4-5. to five. Closing out with a lock on the show. Lots of stuff I like this week. If you want my official plays, head over to lockbetting.com. But the one I'm going to give you is Arsenal. Arsenal will be the lock. This is a club in absolute disarray. Must win situation this week. And they are playing one of the four worst teams in the league at home. This is a get right game for them. Arsenal won't stay 15th in the Premier League for long. So Arsenal is the lock this week. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL show. Don't forget to check out Das Bundesliga show and the fight show. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, now at your local Honda dealer.